Hey, what's up? This is MC, and I'm sitting here after watching awesome episode WWE SmackDown tonight. Great episode, probably the best one of the Fox era, probably the best one that I can remember in a long time. It was just an excellent show start to finish, uh, but why was it good? And you can go online, you can go on Twitter.com and go on Wrestling Twitter, and everybody will tell you it's because NXT was there, and that was a huge part of the show. And don't get me wrong, they were uh, probably some of the best parts of the show. But I, I think more than that, it was a really well put together show. It wasn't all just NXT because from the the rip, you had Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman come down, shoot a heavy angle. They showed the highlights from Crown Jewel. Brock wins and overcame Velasquez. But the the biggest thing was Brock quitting SmackDown, saying he's going to Raw to chase down Rey Mysterio. And that sets up an awesome angle with two icons. So no NXT there. And and right off the bat, though, it set the tone for a good show, an off-the-cuff show, a show that wasn't overly produced because they didn't really have a lot of time to set up anything. Uh, not a lot of pre-tapes. Not a lot of uh, heavy WWE production and crazy camera angles. It was just a wrestling show. I think that helped as much as anything else. Um, obviously, I'm not going to take it away from NXT. They were a huge influence you know, they immediately show up when uh, Heyman and Lesnar exit the building. Triple H and Sean are there, and they, you know, kind of do their DX thing back and forth that they've done for two decades now, which is fine. Um, it didn't slow the show down, which was good. Um, it got right back. It was a heavy wrestling show. Good women's match. Uh, Shayna coming out at the end was came across as a huge star and just a complete badass. Um, able to hang with anybody on the roster. And nobody from NXT got buried tonight. Nobody from NXT didn't look like they couldn't hang. Uh, Riddle, Keith Lee show up, inter interrupt Sami Zayn. Sami did some pretty good comedy, pretending like he was going to wear an NXT shirt. Um, it was cool because it was awkward. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't great, like, this is hilarious comedy. It was like, oh, I'm trying to get out of here. This monster and this shoot fighter showed up, and yeah, I'm on your team but I can't really prove it. So that was funny to me, just how awkward it was. It was like a real interaction, which I really liked. And obviously it ended up with uh, Riddle and Keith Lee getting the better of uh, of our buddy Sami Zayn, and that was the theme of the evening tonight. Uh, Miz TV was a Miz promo with Ciampa coming out. I think it was more trying to just level set Ciampa of, hey, this guy is up there with... A former WWE champion. He, he's good enough to be in here. He's good enough to cut a promo with The Miz. The Miz can get anybody over at this point. It doesn't matter who you put in the ring with him in a match, in a promo. He's going to get him, keep himself over, which I like because it kind of keeps him in that like mid card to high mid card spot that he's occupied forever now. But at the same time, he can bring anybody up to that level. And Ciampa's right there now, came in. Good match, good TV match between Miz and Ciampa. And now we have, you know, possibly something to move forward with. Maybe Ciampa just gets elevated and he can go get in the ring with other guys because it's already been proven. You know, he can hang with the Miz on the mic, he can hang with the Miz in the ring. And you kind of built a guy overnight on a show that, you know, 24 hours ago he probably wasn't even booked on. So, again, the show rolled on. Awesome show. Um, you know, Rhea Ripley is an absolute monster. Um, 
just outstanding stuff. Uh, Tegan Knox coming out with her um, to interrupt Mandy Rose, Sonny Deville, have a match. But uh, Ripley just comes across as such a star on TV. I hope she gets to do more um, on a major show. She just has that huge show presence, like a almost like a Kenny Omega has, a Triple H has, where she, she needs to be in a big arena. She doesn't come across nearly as well in like the smaller NXT venue to me. I think she needs to be in a basketball arena with a huge stage, big setup, and just her look, the way she moves, the way she wrestles, all comes across as big time, huge star. Uh, she will carry a show, a women's division on one of these shows. I, I think in the next year, um, probably going to have a run in NXT has to you know it's just kind of part of the program but if she's not holding a women's title on one of these shows in 2020 by the close of 2020 I'll, I'll be kind of surprised because they're due for some freshening they're due for the four horsewomen to go do something else i think rhea ripley could be that star to come in and kind of break things up and also kick a lot of ass because that's the best thing you know she does uh but you know the main event set up pretty nicely in a backstage segment uh, but Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole, it spoke for itself. I don't need to say much about it. it the two absolutely tore the house down. If you haven't seen it, you need to go see it. Uh, it's pretty easy probably to find. Uh, WWE will have stuff up on YouTube. But if you can find the match, it was on network TV. can't be that hard to see if you haven't seen it yet. Worth seeing. What I liked about it the most was you had Triple H and Shawn Michaels down at ringside the whole night sitting there teasing that they could interfere and the camera kind of kept cutting to them cutting them the way wwe does when it's like we're gonna they're gonna get involved you you've got that feeling and then they never paid it off they didn't get involved adam cole hit his big moves um got the pin clean as a sheet beat daniel bryan and that was that was pretty awesome for him i thought that that would kind of be where the show would turn and daniel might grab the nxt title if nothing else, just to pop a rating and grab that title and come over to NXT on Wednesday with it and maybe go against AEW just like from a business standpoint. But I think creatively, they made the right decision. Keep the title on Cole. Keep him super strong. Now he looks like an absolute monster because not only can any nobody on NXT beat him, but now Daniel Bryan, former world champ, world champ at WrestleMania, can't beat him either. So, you know, what's next for him? Not really sure. I'd love to see him in a marquee match at Survivor Series um, because NXT will be involved in the show, but he could be tied up in the War Games pay-per-view. So we'll just have to see how that all shakes out. But, you know, excellent show top to bottom. Uh, Triple H capped it off by being Triple H. He, he had to. He was there. He had his kids. He's going to get in there and make it about him. It's what he does. <laughs> and I don't even hate it anymore. He's done it for so long. It's like, well, if he didn't do that, what else would he be there to do? You know, it's just uh, Paul being Paul. But awesome SmackDown. Uh, definitely the best main event since they came to Fox. And uh, maybe a nice shakeup. We won't know, really, if this is just a one-off and they'll go back to being a little bit more overproduced and structured next week. It, it, it seems to be what they, WWE does, whether anybody wants them to or not. But, um, you know, just looking at Twitter, talking to the people that I talk to, who really enjoy wrestling, this this show seemed to hit every mark, and it moved fast, it was fun, and uh, wouldn't mind seeing more of it. So, um, yeah, gonna maybe do some more of these podcasts, um, you know, SmackDown Sprint, that's what we'll call it.
SmackDown Sprint, under 10 minutes. Moving on. Have a great weekend, guys.